1: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win it! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane, dumps it out the horse, packs it for three! Yeah! yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Let me step back and kiss myself! Oh my time! The, city assassin does it again.
0: the Bulls are historic, not in a good way, historically bad this team is. And that is how we're coming back from our Thanksgiving break to talk about more bad news around these Chicago Bulls. Welcome into Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network, presented by betonline.ag. I'm your host, Nick Schultz, alongside my partner, former Bulls bench member, and Tennessee Vols, C.J. Watson. C.J., hope you had a good Thanksgiving, my man, and uh, yeah, I would say I'm thankful to be talking about this team, but I'm not sure about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I had a great Thanksgiving, but yeah, like you said, uh, definitely just thankful for it all, but you know, uh, the Bulls are not too, I guess, thankful right now, but you know, I'm sure they can... Hopefully turn it around. Always, always, uh, always hopeful and positive.
0: <laughs> it's not going to be easy. It's not going to yeah. be easy to turn this thing around with what they've got coming up here. They had an opportunity to maybe change the conversation a little bit Sunday night. And again, they made history and not in a good way. I'm going to tell you what that was. And yes, as I told CJ before we started recording, I'm looking at names for the number one pick this year already. That's how bad we are. So we're going to look at all of it. But first, a message from our great sponsor, betonline.ag. The holiday season is off and rolling. The NFL is in full stride. NBA and NHL are hitting mid-season form. BetOnline is your number one destination for all your sports wagering information. With up-to-the-minute sports wagering, news, odds, trends, and predictions, BetOnline is the top spot for everything pro and amateur sports, and not just the big four. BetOnline has info available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time for almost any sport that's played. From MMA to international soccer, BetOnline has you covered if you feel like betting on any other Chicago sports teams, I'm gonna advise against it, but you do you. Either way, go for it at betonline. Head on over there and use our promo code believe to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's B-L-E-A-V. Get that 50% bonus at Bet Online. It's where the game starts. Tough state of affairs A Chicago sports fans have right now. Not just the Bulls. Bears are bad, Hawks are bad. It's not great. But if you want to relive some of those good times, we have the t-shirt that'll help you with that. Go to shop.believe.com. We have a Jordan Pippen 98 The Last Dance campaign style shirt exclusively at shop.believe.com. There's a lot of great stuff there. Do you support the list of shows on the network, get some Believe merch as well. The official shirt for our show, though, Jordan Pippen 98 The Last Dance, shop.believe.com. The link's to my social media bios. Jordan Pippen might be the only guys who can save where this Bulls season's going. So we've talked all year. Bulls out getting off to slow starts. Not great to start games. Digging themselves in a hole. They do a good job rallying back. They had a 21-point lead in the first quarter against the Brooklyn Nets. You'll never guess what happened next. They were down <laughs> double digits in the second quarter. Wound up losing the game, 118 to 109. It's a new low. This team has hit a new low, and I didn't think it was possible.
1: Yeah, yeah definitely for sure. You know, you you don't want to be on that end of uh of, the, of history. You know, being up 21 and uh, just you know just losing the lead like that. Um, I just think you know uh they just the defense kind of kind of just went downhill after that um garden three point line was pretty brutal uh, not making three point shots also so uh it's a it's a whole bunch of things that go into effect of why you lose the game but being up twenty one you should being up twenty one you should really never lose the game but you know it's the nBA people come back uh they're competitive guys on the other team also so you just gotta uh, you know keep your gas on the pedal throughout the game and that's what the bulls didn't do
0: don't just not lose the game don't trail by double digits don't yeah. trail by double digits after that. Don't trail at all. But that's yeah. a I, what, was, what was it was a 31 point swing, 32 point swing at one point. Like first team to ever have a double digit lead in the first quarter and lose the lead in the second quarter and wind up trailing. Like I don't, I don't know what else there is to say. Other and I know don't blame not having Caruso out there because that's not going to help with that. This is right. a team wide, organizational wide failure. That we're watching unfold right before our eyes.
1: Yeah, definitely for sure. And uh this is one of the games that the Bulls actually got out to a good start, which is kind of unusual, you know. They are typical for slow starts and stuff like that. Right. But this game, they got out to a fast start, uh, the first quarter, you know, leading by a, a big margin. And to to have that big, big first quarter, and then the the rest of the game just come out and you know, just pretty pretty much play flat, uh, is kind of you know disappointing.
0: Like, and we didn't so we didn't do shows last week with we had Thanksgiving, we had stuff come up when our normal time slot on Monday, so we didn't do a show. We didn't talk much about the fallout of the Zach Levine trade rumors and him appearing to brush off the PR person when they were trying to get him to do a post-game interview as they were celebrating a victory, which they've only celebrated five times this year, by the way. So why <laughs> he went straight to the locker room, I don't know. But there is so much swirling around this team. We said when this stuff came out, you can't let this affect you. They clearly are letting it affect them. And December fifteenth to start talking about what seriously when trades will happen, that cannot get here soon enough because right now they are on a downhill fall right now and there's no way out.
1: Yeah, for sure, definitely at this point. I mean, if I was the coach in front office, I would just not play Zach because it just looks bad on on all ends. I feel like um, you know he, his agent obviously- though. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, Rich Paul, so I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't I be mean, surprised if it happens coming up soon. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's, it's definitely taking a toll on the team, on the, on the coaches, the franchise, front office. So I think it's just, uh, like you said, December 15th can't get here fast enough. But, you know, uh, I would like to see, you know, other players get in and get some playing time and, uh, and get some experience too, because they, they definitely need to see what you got on the, on that bench.
0: Julian Phillips got first quarter run last week. He played all of four minutes and 28 seconds, but he got some first quarter run to come in and be the energy guy. So yeah. maybe that's one way to get these young players in. Either way, I think you're gonna see some of these younger, these other quote unquote other guys come in later in the year because you're moving, you're gonna have to move on from Zach. That is yeah. apparent after the last few weeks. By the way, they've won one game since the trade rumors started. They're one <laughs> and five cents. And in that and that one game, the story after the game was not about the victory. It was him going to the locker room and pushing away the PR person as he went to the locker room while everyone else was celebrating on the court. So that tells you the state of dysfunction that is this team. But now to have this game where you blow a 21-point lead, you could have changed the narrative with your slow starts. You did for a a millisecond there to have it be like this. And you have eight. This is an insane stretch they've got coming up. Hmm. You're past the point of no return. You've got to start. we would talk about burning it down already. Burn it all down. Just start clean slate. Start, and I'm talking players. We'll we'll save the coach conversation for a couple minutes. Right. But I think player-wise, yeah. just burn it down.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely for sure. Like I said, I, I, that's why I think, you know, you, you just sit Zach um, and maybe you sit DeMar too and just let these young guys just play and, and hopefully find a, find a way for – to get some good trade value back from DeMar or Zach and, uh, and just, just kind of rebuild. Cause you have to, at this point, uh, like you said, there's, there's no coming back from this. Uh, it's all downhill from now. The the team energy is gone. The, there's no team chemistry. Everything is just pretty much out the window. So it's kind of depressing at this point.
0: You brought up trade value. And I, I want to ask you with everything that's happened here since the trade rumors came out about Zach and I say everything with the, uh, the stuff with the post game interview, you've also had the losses where he's had big games, but, the team hasn't had big games. There's been a lot of chatter, a lot of different conversations being had, and some I don't I don't like the way that's being handled. But that's neither yeah. here nor there. What do you think is Zach Levine's trade value as we sit here right now? Ballpark it. I don't know specifics, but
1: um, I mean, I believe you can get a first rounder out of it. I think he's definitely a um, uh, um, what would I say uh, a Robin to someone's Batman. I guess. I uh, so that. you definitely get some get some uh, trade value out of him. Uh, I don't think he's a superstar. But I definitely think he can help you win games. Um, obviously, uh, we thought he's a superstar for this team. Couldn't really, you know, get get the wins to to match that value. Um, so, like I said, I definitely think he's a Robin to someone's Batman, and he would definitely make a a good uh, a good sidekick partner for someone to go out there, you know, and hopefully, you know, uh, try and win a championship.
0: That seems to be the sense is that he's not the Batman, he's the Robin, he's the number two, the right, yeah. number one. He'd be no, he'd be a great number two option. Like I think yeah. if Zach Levine is your number two guy, that's a good thing like you yeah, that's because yeah, sure. on, a, on, a, on a team like you know let's say on a team like the Bulls not, not a good team he's a number one put him on even the Pistons he's probably a number mm-hmm. one guy but if you're trying to contend he's a great number two because he, he can just go and get buckets when he wants yeah.
1: to <laughs> yeah definitely for sure I definitely think he's still kind of sporadic he's the, uh, not really efficient as you would want him to be but like I said he can be that two or number three guy to go out here and go out there and help you win games and help you contend. And uh, like I said, obviously he has some, some areas where he needs to improve on, but I definitely think he can help someone, uh, you know, contend and and be a winner.
0: Yeah, I I agree with that. And I I would like a first, whether it be this year or next year, like I would like a first back when that time, it's not an, if it's when that time comes that the deal, if you can get, if you can get another piece back to great, I think Caruso is more likely to get you multiple picks and or Mm -hmm. a pick and a contributor. Like not a yeah. starting caliber. I, I've seen, I've seen the trade machine things that people have come up with. There mm-hmm. have been some that I'm like, I would take that if I was the Bulls. Like there was one that had right. Max <laughs> Christie and a couple others coming from LA for Zach and Caruso, which I would take that return. I'm not sure the Lakers would do that, but right. I certainly would. But you've got to, you've got to <laughs> start fielding calls on everybody. I think Caruso and Zach, and I think Caruso, Zach, and Demar are your three guys. Not in that order. Maybe not in that order that get traded yeah. and get you the most back.
1: Yeah, definitely. For sure. If you're the front office, you're taking calls from, for every team. <laughs> uh, you should not be denying any calls. You should be mm-hmm. seeing what you can get for them. Uh, and for really just anyone on the roster, really, because you want to really rebuild this roster and, mm-hmm. and remake it to give coach uh, Donovan a, a better sense of of winning, a better sense of what works in his system. So I think this system here, these players for doesn't really work in the system that he wants to run. Um, so like I said, you just got to really just be fielding calls at, at all costs right now.
0: That's a good pivot point because there's been a lot of talk about Billy Donovan. We talked about it earlier in the year. Billy Donovan's a favorite first coach to get fired. <laughs> They're five and 16. It's not good. It's not turning around. Right. How much of it is on Billy Donovan? His quote here from Casey Johnson that says Billy is quote, liked and respected by both ownership and management. And also has multiple years left on his extension, the run stores don't te- really like paying coaches to not coach. Yes, they paid Fred, they paid Boylan to do it, but they don't want to do that again. Right. And I understand that. But I, I said it all along. I'm, I'm standing by it. This year, these struggles, Billy Donovan is not without blame. He's got yeah. some, it's some of it is his fault. He got dealt a bad hand, and I yeah. think that's. It's not Billy's fault entirely. This is on management this is on the front office for not going and getting another true point guard
1: yeah definitely for sure i think you obviously you put some of the blame on coach but most of the blame like i sure. said is uh definitely on the on the players i i feel like mostly but also on the front office because the front office put this team together um like i said this team looks good on paper but chemistry wise doesn't really mix doesn't match and like you said the biggest need was a point guard and you really didn't go out there and try to fill that need uh the trade deadline last year or even this year through um uh, through free agency so uh definitely a front office takes a lot of this blame because they put this roster together
0: (laughs) i understand it worked when lonzo was there we've talked about that at length but you lost lonzo you didn't go get a true point guard so now you're putting your coach out there without a true point guard to run his system which needs a true point guard to run you did not get a replacement for lonzo ball you're bring. i understand you want io to get there. io's not there yet It's not going to work that way. Caruso is not a ball handler. He is not a facilitator. He is your defensive guy. Javon Carter should have come in a year ago or someone like him. You had Patrick Beverly there. That didn't work because he's not a true point guard. He doesn't do what Lonzo does. You have all of this together. This is not on Billy Donovan. He's doing what he has with the roster. I remember when Fred Hoiberg was here. Do you remember what that roster looked like in 16-17? You remember that? Dwayne Wade, Rajon Rondo, Robin Lopez. It was an absolute mess. Jimmy Butler was on that team too. You had the three alphas. It was terrible. No one's going to win with that roster. They set Fred up the tail. The rumors at the time were that Fred was Gar's guy because he was an Iowa State guy. Very similar to Tim Floyd and everything with Iowa State, uh, et cetera. Fred comes in from Iowa State. It seemed like that wasn't Pax's guy. This was the rumors at the time. This is just, I never heard that particularly. You heard the rumors at the time. Fred was set to fail. Bam. You kick Fred to the curb. Then you bring in Boylan as the head guy. And that was just, no, he wasn't going to win with anybody. Now you've got Billy Donovan. You upgraded your coach, but you gave him a bad roster again. I'm having flashbacks to that three alphas team. Like you've got Zach Damar and Vooch without someone to tie them all together at true point. This is not on Billy. It's on the front office. I've been holding that back for a while. Like I just, I'm over it. I'm done. I I remember it was, (laughs) <laughs> it was seven years ago this happened it's the same thing
1: yeah no i i agree 100 percent it's definitely on the front office and just to maybe give the front office a little bit of leeway it's hard to go out and replace a guy like lonzo uh but you, you i don't know if they even I, I don't feel like they even tried i feel like because you don't have it a to be somebody yeah you, you had to be somebody out there that can do a little bit of what lonzo does and just just help you kind of facilitate that that need that this is DeMar and Zach and Bucineet, but I don't think they even found that. And side note also, I know Gar Foreman is your guy. I, I know he lives in Vegas now. Someone just told me that Does he two really? weeks ago. Yeah, he lives in Vegas. I, didn't... <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen him yet, Wait but I, hopefully, I, hopefully I'll run into him and, you know, and tell him my thoughts on, on my free agency and and, uh, and our little Bulls uh, uh, teams back in the day.
0: <laughs> Wait a minute. Isn't he working for the Pelicans? Or is that not I don't know. Singing? Someone,
1: someone, someone told me he lives out here. They see him on the golf course all the time. So I got to, like I said, I got to try and run into him somehow.
0: <laughs> that's the most shocking news of the day.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it was shocking the when they to told me it. He, yeah, I, I guess one of the guys, the guys, caddies for him all the time. So he's like, "Hey, uh, I know CJ. His, our daughters go to the same school." And I was like, "Oh, that's that's weird. That's awkward." I think this, this is the last place I would see. I thought I would see Gar Forman. <laughs>
0: I did. Wow, that is a turn I didn't expect <laughs> in this entire thing, but. <laughs> Wow. Okay, uh, you gotta tell you gotta tell them that they they got the same people running this right. team because if Ak and Mark Eversley are getting on that level with yeah. the we're gonna get hung up on this and we're not gonna do anything because Kobe White, you needed to sign Kobe White. He's a yeah. great catch and shoot player. He's not a true point guard. Quit trying to make him a true point guard. Right. Io's the closest you've got. He's not ready to take on that starting role regularly yet. He can get there. He's not yeah. ready for that yet. So if you're relying on someone, you're trying to fit, what's the thing? You're trying to fit a round peg in a square hole or something like that. And yeah. you're trying to take this young guy who's not ready and have him replace Lonzo Ball. That is a flawed plan. If it was anyone else, it would be a fireable offense. I'm ready to give the front office another shot at this. But you gave Gar and Pax way too long with this. Yeah. How long is it going to go? How long are we reliving the same nightmare? It is just, it's the same. It's copy paste with different people. And I think that's what's frustrating the most.
1: Yeah, definitely think that's frustrating as a fan. I think, like you said, they they maybe get one more year to see what they do in this draft and see how they do in free agency to really grade them. Um, but like you said, that doesn't that doesn't help. You know, I think one more year that's all they really they're really getting. But you know, never know what these these uh front office people they always get to you know uh, redo their situations. And I feel like you said it's copy and faith all over again.
0: Well, and the thing with one more year depends on who all you trade. How much draft capital are you getting back? If you're getting right. all these picks. Let's say you get a haul for Caruso. For if you somehow get a haul for Zach, if DeMar gets you a pick and you've yeah. got, let's for conversation purposes, let's say in all those trades for, between first and second round picks, you've got five or six picks coming in over the next, you can't do back to back first over the next like four years ballpark. I'm making this up on the fly as you can tell, but if you've got picks spread out over a window that you acquire. Yeah. I can't justify moving on after a year because what are you going to do with those picks? Because you gave up all your picks before. We haven't really, our tourist corner show draft picks. IO was a win in the second round. Patrick mm. Williams, ready to call that an L I guess <laughs> Julian Phillips. We don't know. Right. That's it. That's what, that's what you had to go off of. Cause you traded them all for Vooch. You're welcome, Orlando. And hmm. it, you, you had to give up a second round cause you tampered with Lonzo at the time. I thought that was the right move. And then he blew out his knee. So right. you haven't watched these guys draft. I don't know if we can justify one or two years. Like, I think you got to see out however many draft picks you have, depending on what you get, of course.
1: Yeah, I, I agree too. I, I think they got to take the OKC model, just get as many draft picks as you can get. Okay. And try to, you know, build around a, a superstar and hopefully they'll you know, the young guys continue to develop and get better. And, uh, the only way you can do that is if guys, if the young guys are getting experience. And right now, a lot of these young guys are not getting the experience that they need to to get out there and show and prove to you that they're you know advancing at the rate that you want them to.
0: That's because you're playing from behind all the time. Yeah, true. You're not going to get the young guys out there when you're playing from behind. And then the one time you get out to a fast lead, you blow it.
1: Like you blow it, yeah.
0: <laughs> you've got it. You've got to move on. I think there's no one untouchable on this team. Yeah. yeah. Right. I think you've got For to look sure. at everybody. And but I would say the the most untouchable I'm putting it in air quotes for you listening a podcast for keep i o if you can I think you've got to see the Patrick Williams thing out to the end of the year unless you get yeah, unless yeah. you get a really good offer I think you've got to see that out because you're going to move on from your ball dominant guys I think vooch stays by the way yeah I think vooch is the most likely to stay out of this group so if yeah. you can keep, if you got I o vooch Patrick Williams Tory Craig's probably movable with the contract because he's on a vet minimum but like you can have IO and Patrick Williams in your starting lineup if you're just looking for growth. And I think yeah. coach out there would be fine too. Like that's your scenario. You've got to move on from your ball dominant guys.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And like I said, those are the guys that's going to get you the most value back. I feel like, but getting those young guys experience and a uh, game experience against good teams, you know, and uh, hopefully encourage situations where they can hopefully win some games, you know, this year and uh, just build their confidence. I think that's what Patrick Williams needs. He needs to build his confidence steadily uh, I O the same way he needs to keep continuing to build his confidence and continue to get better
0: i'll tell you what i don't know about i'm not going to be sitting here all jim Boyle and talk about their heart and their <laughs> what they're playing with they're playing with fire they're playing with heart i'm not going to go that route but i can tell you from a fan perspective apathy is setting in big time i saw a bunch of bulls twitter monday or sunday night today's monday Sunday night, like I saw them, I didn't even watch the game. I saw they blew the lead. Like it's, you're starting to see people turn away just because it's so hard to watch. Yeah. And you're not, again, you're not getting change. We're recording this on November 27th. We're not going to see change for another three weeks. At least that is the earliest change can happen is December 15th. You and I agree. It won't happen December 15th. You're not going to be mid or whatever the deadline is. Let's say it's 5 p.m. Eastern. You're not going to see 501. Zach Levine is going to Philadelphia. It's going right. to be talks. will start then. This is not right, going to yeah. be a quick fix. Oh, and your schedule sucks. So right now you're going to see apathy set in, in a big way. And you're, you're already seeing it.
1: Yeah, definitely for sure. And I don't, I don't even think I would say even like they're playing with heart and passion. Cause I can, rarely see that sometimes when they're when they're playing so it's just like they're just out there just to be out there because they have to be I trust you saying that more than me you play you play I trust you saying
0: that more than me sitting here on my couch with either a glass of bourbon or I got I got Dr. Pepper in my hand right now right I I trust you saying that more than me
1: yeah there's a difference when you're out there playing with heart and hustle and you're and you're losing like I can take you losing but but you're not diving on the floor for loose balls and I think there's only a few people on this team that we can really say that are really going out there and playing with heart and passion and that that's not uh, that's not good as a fan you know you want to see everybody out there playing with the same heart and passion I think and if you lose that way then that's fine I, I'm still going to watch I'm still going to be supportive of the team but it's hard to really support a team when they' when half the people are playing hard and half the people are just going through the motions
0: yeah I I'm gonna if they win great like I'm not sitting yeah, yeah. here saying you have to lose you have to lose every game right. not, not until you tear it down if the, with the pieces you have now go win games. Once you tear it down, then go lose, and we can address that later. But the schedule coming up here, (laughs) (laughs) all right, it starts with Tuesday night at Boston versus Milwaukee versus New Orleans at Milwaukee versus Denver at Miami at Miami at Philadelphia versus the Lakers versus San Antonio versus Cleveland versus Atlanta versus Indiana versus Philadelphia at Philadelphia at the Knicks. That's January 3rd is what I just ran you through. And yeah. then things lighten up. You got Charlotte, Houston, the Warriors, the Spurs, Cavs. December is going to be absolutely brutal. And I think you have seen the end of this team as we know it. Because I expect by January 1, at the I would say around January 1, this team's going to look a lot different.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely for sure. And like you said, that stretch is going to be pretty horrendous. And you don't want to go in with – Ten or fifteen losses in a row. So you want to try oh. and still compete and and get better. And uh, so, like I said, hopefully they'll not just take this—you know—the trade rumors and you know just playing bad and losing all this stuff as a as a normal. They would want to go out there and still try to win and be competitive. And uh, like I said, just leave it out in the court.
0: Come on down, Ron Holland. Come on down, <laughs> Isaiah Collier. We're talking number one pick. We get you. Got to be talking number one pick.
1: With yeah, at this team. point, but yeah. We're not.
0: We're not talking tank for the number one pick. We're saying right. you're bad enough. You're going to get, <laughs> You're going to be in conversation for that number one pick. It is not even about. It's not about like with the Bears last year. It was about have you. If you've seen the Incredibles, it's like keep it close. Second yeah. place. Keep it second right. place. This is not about keeping it close and finishing in second. It is okay. You're not good. Go to the draft. Get good players because this. I mean, it's not a great draft up top from a college standpoint. Like I mean, last year outside of Wemby, you had Brandon Miller. You had, yeah. uh, you had, uh, and Brandon Miller was the guy I really liked. You had Scoot Henderson coming out of the G League. You're, you got some, Derek Lively has been a revelation this year for the Mavericks. Like you had some yeah. dudes coming out of that draft. Haven't done much diving into this draft. I didn't think we'd get to this point at November 27th at 140 central time, but here we are. It's time to go start watching film, I guess, and learn who could be in the lottery. Cause that's where we're at.
1: Yeah, definitely. They got to go out and get the best player that fits their their needs. I feel like, and um, I, I think it has to be a point guard or a two guard, maybe uh, some kind of a shooter because that's what they're <laughs> they drastically need shooting. Um, but like you said, you just got to go out and start thinking about it now because at this rate, they're going to definitely going to be hopefully in that contention to be one of the top, you know, three picks. It's not the number one pick. So, um, but you want to see what you get, you know, during the trade value also to see you know what picks you get there and what what your team looks like after you know you make this big trade.
0: I'll take the best player in the draft, regardless of position at this point. Like you just yeah, need yeah. an injection of talent somewhere. Cause it's, yeah, yeah. it's going to happen. No, these guys aren't coming back. You're not going to see Zach on this team at the end of the year. You're not going to see Demar yeah. on this team. I, I fully believe you're not going to see Demar. I'll be shocked. Mm-hmm. If you see Caruso on this team at the end of the year, like it's going to look a lot different. You're going to need a talent injection, but it, that's, that's a full conversation to have in like March, come March madness time. Once we start yeah. finding out who, who's going to be the number one pick once, once everybody gets through the NFL, NFL mock draft portion of the year, once we get to the NBA mock draft portion of the calendar, then we're going to have some serious discussions. And I cannot believe that we were talking already. We're talking about talking about it. This right. this early in the year, but that's how <laughs> bad things have been. And oh my, I, I'm, this stretch is going to be terrible. Like,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. this is, this is pretty bad. Like you said, just to be talking about it so early, but like you said, and uh, and for those, a lot of those veteran players on this team, also they want to win. You know, their their legacy. They want their legacy to be a, a winning legacy, and not one where your your last visions of them are on the Bulls and they're losing six, seven games in a row. So they want to definitely get to a winning team. So, and hopefully the franchise wants to get back to winning. You know, that playoff championship type caliber basketball.
0: They were there until they weren't. Yeah.
1: Injuries, injuries.
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, if I'm, we're going to hear from AK. And I'm gonna put it side by side with Pax when they say when Derek got hurt, it's gonna be when Lonzo got hurt. That's gonna be the right, new yeah. thing. It's gonna, yep. it's the same old, same old, different faces, different hmm. faces, different names, same things. As yep. I mean, I rattled off the example from 2017. That was a completely different group. No one, no one on this team was there at that point. Like it's, you've got it's gonna be an interesting stretch here coming up before the trade deadline. It's gonna be a really interesting off season to find yep. out. What's next? What direction do you go? I'm curious to see what kind of draft picks they have because I, that would be where I start is draft picks. If you get a contributing player, great. Yeah, but start with draft capital.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely for sure. It's just crazy to me that we're talking about that in November. It's just, just weird. I don't, I don't know. It's just haven't really heard that before. Five and
0: thirteen, uh, you know, in
1: man. Five <laughs> and thirteen. Yes, you got to start somewhere.
0: <laughs> if they didn't blow the lead. If they would have, yeah. if they would have, I don't care if they could have had a twenty-one point lead, and won by five, right? Win the game. Yeah. You lost the game. You trail by double digits. That's,
1: That's how you know that it, all the dra- all the drama and the trade stuff yeah. is, you know, is, is affecting the play on the court and it's it's affecting the players' mindsets, their their team chemistry, all that kind of stuff. So you know, you wish it didn't happen, but you know, it's the it's the nature of the business.
0: I'm tired. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like I, and I have no reprieve. 'Cause you get the Bears on Monday night football. We're thankfully we're recording this before that. That's not a good reprieve. The Blackhawks right. outside of Connor Bedard, not good to get away. Oh, by the way, Cubs and White Sox are in the off season. College football is basically over unless you're a fan of someone in a conference championship this weekend. Like right, right now it's go watch Christmas movies, I guess. Yeah. or
1: or so or so women's volleyball.
0: It's or women's good, volleyball. Women's women's volleyball's yeah. fun.
1: That's yeah, really fun. it's fun to watch. Yeah, if
0: if you get the Big Ten Network, watch watch Nebraska, watch Wisconsin. Like those are yeah. even top to bottom women's volleyball. Yeah, that's on. A, I covered it in college.
1: Yeah, that's why my TV's on all the time because my daughter. So I'm definitely a fan of the, the the volleyball game now.
0: Yeah, I, I might. I don't know. I, <laughs> I might not watch some of these yeah. games. I might not watch most of these games. Who knows? Either way, all right? <laughs> I know where I'll be on Mondays and Thursdays at this time because right. we'll come back here and talk about it. Like. Oh my goodness. I'm, I'm glad we can walk everybody through like kind of talk it out a little bit, kind of like a little, little therapy. This drops onto a little therapy Tuesday action for you. If you're listening on the podcast, like it's, it's not good. We're here. We're going to talk more non bowl stuff. I think over the next few weeks, just so we can quit, you know, same old, same old, but yeah, Hey, it's fun times around the NBA at least. And that's what we'll talk about later in the week. It's a wrap for today's episode of Believe and Bulls. You're on the Believe Network. Send by betonline.ag. Use that promo code BLEAV. 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. And buy your shirt as well. Jordan Pippin 98 the last Stand, Shop.believe.com. CJ, thank you for indulging me and listening to me kind of sound off a little bit. I've been holding that back for a while. And I'm always, I'm always, here, kinda, for,
1: I'm always here for the event. <laughs>
0: the, net, the Nets game, that, that sealed it. That just, like, that just did having, it for you, yeah. I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> Freshman year of college was an interesting time, and I actually got to cover one of those games with the three alphas for a class, funny enough. That's a fun story I might tell later on, but that was, (laughs) I'm I'm seeing the same things, but we're going to work through it.
1: We're going to work through it. That's, yeah. That's all we can do. Just, <laughs> just just, get it out in the open, Nick.
0: <laughs> it's going to be out in the open.
1: And trade rumors are
0: going to be flying. We're flipping to December. I'm going to break out the Christmas sweaters here soon, thankfully. <laughs> but until next time, we'll see everyone back here Friday. Who the hell knows what we're going to talk about next. You never know with where things are. We'll see everybody later in the week.
1: Thank you for listening to Believe.